Woo! Hey, all you incredible people, and thank you, Devin, for that intro You're quite song. Welcome. welcome to the We Ship It podcast. Today, join us as we talk about Bob and Helen Parr, better known wah, wah, as Mr. Wah. Incredible and Elastigirl from Pixar's The Incredibles. Yes, these two have a passion for cry for fighting crime <laughs> and for <laughs> each other. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. Well, hello there. I'm Devin. And I'm Steph. And welcome to We Ship It, the podcast where Steph and I, and our occasional guest watcher or reader, join us to judge literary, film, show, and classic couples. And today, we are continuing with our Disney and animated theme of season two with The Incredibles. Yes, so I know this is hard to believe, but there was a time when superhero films were not dominating the box office this and is true. all the rave all the time. Pixar took a gamble with The Incredibles and it paid off big time. Absolutely. This movie has all the action packed comic book inspiration as uh, say Batman or Spider-Man, but Pixar gives its viewers their take on actually relatable crime fighting family. This movie has heart and to think we we're just waiting for the return after the original was released in 2004 and the sequel years later in years. 2018. It was so oh, long. So long. That was so long a wait, but it really did a lot for the second movie mm-hmm. when it came out. People were like so ready for it. Um, but okay, move over Avengers, who we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. It is time to meet the pars and Bob and Helen are the pillars to this family and we're going to dive into why so before we get there we just got to give our classic spoiler alert spoiler. and a brief summary That's which right. tom told me he hates the spoiler alerts but i'm gonna keep doing them because i want to warn you good people about the <laughs> plot points that are coming up so Let's do it. When public opinion turns against the superheroes due to collateral damage, supers are forced into retirement. So Bob and Helen Parr, Mr. Incredible, and Elastigirl settle down and take a crack at their next adventure. Adventure. (laughs) Adventure. (laughs) A family. However, Bob soon grows tired of his boring life and wants to return to his glory days. And Helen begins to question where her husband is always running off to after he's picked up by Mirage to fight a robot on an island and other adventures. Eventually, Bob finds out that his supervisor is actually Syndrome, one of those kids he snubbed when he was an actual Mm -hmm. superhero, who's been developing the robot to fight and kill supers and is captured by the villain. Helen finds out about his activity and whisks off to deal with their marriage, not knowing that he has to be actually rescued. In the end, Bob is rescued by his whole family, and they leave the island to stop Syndrome and the robot alongside their friend, Frozone, who we love. Shout out. Yes. um, The second installment picks up literally so many years later in real life, but in the movie, not that many years later. It's literally when it ends. The second installment picks up right where the last one left off, and the Parr family has to deal with the fact that superheroes are still illegal. Helen is picked up by a group that wants to change that, and Bob assumes the role as quote-unquote Mr. Mom. In the end, Violet, Dash, and Jack-Jack need to rescue their parents so the reputation of the supers is not ruined. And they do! 
Yay! <laughs> awesome. And with that, away we go! Huzzah! Yes. So I figured we'd start off with a fun one. So yep. if you could have any, any superpower, what would it be and why? Okay, mine would definitely, like no doubt in my no mind. No doubt in your mind. Be reading people's minds. Interesting. Because, because, okay, like you... You can always train to be super strong. You can fly in an airplane. I always want to know what people are thinking. Mm. Like I was always more intrigued by the Edward Cullen character than the Bob or Helen Parr out there beating people up. Like that was never <laughs> my thing. I always liked the either the funny superheroes like Ant-Man, which that would be a hilarious power to have, or the intellectual heroes that mm. are like, yeah, I can read minds or like Violet with her weird force field force stuff. Fields, yeah. I like them. Cool. What about you, Devin? So do you know how many times I've been asked this question as an icebreaker? <laughs> <laughs> so you've had a, a long time to come up with the yeah, answer. Yeah, but I and, and I feel like each time I respond with a different answer, though. So like I can never be true to like, this is my one answer. So however, I feel like empathy is a pretty cool one. Um, like being sensitive to what other people are thinking or feeling. So some, similar to your, your you lines. You want to be super empathetic? Yeah, or, or shape-shifting. Yes, yes. Shape-shifting is also another cool one or like the or the ability to like apparate, like pop in and out wherever you want to go. Um, but my question is, for you is, are you ready? My Sorry, question? I'm boomeranging, Devin. <laughs> I'm boomeranging on the We Ship It Instagram. But go ahead. What's your question? Tell but my us. My question for you is, what is a superpower that you know you have? I don't have a superpower. What is a superpower you know you have? Like Stephanie Wait, was Stone that the question? Has, oh, no. No, I, um, I'm, I'm asking this additional. Okay, my superpower is to make people smile even when they don't want to. Oh, it's so true, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. It's so true. I wasn't prepared for this question. I know. But I've... I'm just thinking back to all the times where I was like, my dad was yelling or something when we were on vacation and I would just like <laughs> smile at him with a stupid face and he would just like break out I can't believe laughing. that. It happens so often. <laughs> Do I know you're going to be listening to this? <laughs> he really does. So, um, no, I just thought that would be because like the movie's about superpowers and whatnot. So I figured why not ask the question? What is a superpower? You're so cute. What's a superpower that you know you You're have? You're such a teacher. It's Aww. unbelievable. <gasps> okay. Well, Devin, since you made me answer this question, <laughs> what is your superpower in real life? I feel like I'm a really good listener. Like, I, like, oh, I don't know. Oh, that's so true. Like, Devin is the freaking best listener. He <laughs> listens to all my crap all the time and definitely doesn't want to, but he does with a smile. That's on his not face true. I don't, I don't always not want to. But no, I definitely feel like listening and just like being able to understand. So that's why like empathy was like my original choice. But I was like, nah, look at that. We can also be a shapeshifter Aww. or like apparition. Like those are cool ones too. But no, I think if I had a superpower, that would probably be the one that I do have. But regardless. I love you, Devin. Oh, too kind. You're my favorite person in the world. Moving on. Moving Next on. Next question. How does Elastigirl make the transition from a devoted feminist superhero to a family-oriented mother? What changed from her interview where she claims she's, quote, at the top of her game? See, I think what changed 
was that she found something so much more to believe in um, than her and, and even fight in ra- rather than her prior beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, family and her relationship with Bob, right? Um, with the introduction of these two things in her life and the fact that supers are now illegal, um, she protects what is closest to home and becomes what they most desperately need her to be. And that's as simple as being a mom. Um, her game didn't stop. It only excelled to the next level. Amen. Um, <laughs> being a mom is a kind of superhero anyway. <laughs> so true. I'm sure it was a hard transition at first, but it seems like motherhood came naturally to her and she enjoys it. So why try to go back to crime fighting, you know, like just accept who you like you, who you are now and be the best that you can be. Right. That's my thought process. I agree with you in part, but I also think that something that inspired her, I, I don't think like, I think that if supers never became illegal, I think that she would have been a duo mother and superhero. I agree too. I think she, she would have a, been a lot. What'd you say? I think she was just like a feminist, like yeah. let all the guys do the thing. I can do it. Yeah, I'm a woman. You know? I can do it. <laughs> well, I think it changed mainly because of fear. Honestly, I think she had, right. once she had something she couldn't lose a family, a family. she had fear for her family. Right. And you know, when she became a wife and mother, she wasn't just becoming a wife and mother and mother. The world was also flipping out about superheroes right at that moment. So even more, she knew she had to keep her family safe. Um, even more so than the general mother would and you know the general mother is really focused on that so Mm -hmm. even more so for Helen because she has to deal with uh, what it means to be a superhero for her kids what it means to be followed around by villains and what it means to be like persecuted by the government did I use the right word persecuted yes persecuted (laughs) I literally always mess those words up oh you're too cute oh my gosh all right next moving on do you blame Bob for wanting to return to his glory days I mean, you can't blame the dude, but of course he handled it really poorly. Mm -hmm. Like Bob just sucks at handling situations. (laughs) Although he's really kind. Like when he gave that old woman, like remember he worked in insurance or whatever and he was telling the old woman how she could get a better deal. Right. Like, he's like, he's I'm really trying to do my just, job, but like, it's like, it's, yeah, yeah. His his boss. He just muddles do it. things up, though. Like, he always just muddles things up, mm-hmm. and it's it. You know, it's the classic middle age crisis tale. But in this case, he literally almost dies because he misses an adrenaline rush. Right. So you know, Bob, I think owed his family and especially Helen more than running away like that. Like, I understand Absolutely. and I have empathy for what he was feeling, but I don't think he did the right thing. You know. Yeah. No, I don't blame him for wanting to go back to the glory days. Um, this is such an integral part of who he is. And he takes pride in the fact that he is Mr. Incredible. Um, some might say his ego is a little bit too big. But mm-hmm. um, but no, I don't blame him for wanting to return to, this, to that state of glory. Um, however, I do blame him for jeopardizing his marriage his family's lives and his own for that matter. I yep. mean, I mean, just like, and same thing what you were saying, like imagine something terrible happened to him and his family never knew where he went or imagine what would happen to Helen um, or to the kids. Um, if they wouldn't like, they wouldn't be the same people they are because of his reckless decision. Um, and also, to go behind his wife's back. Oh, that uh, I did uh, not uh, like. When she found the blonde hair, I was like, 
Bob, you got splaining to do. But moving on to our right. next question. Do their arguments open cracks in their relationship or actually make them stronger as a couple? So some might say that arguments wear holes or chisel away at relationships, and it's true, they do. Arguments not dealt with correctly can tear people apart. It's that simple. However, mm -hmm. the way these two do it is um, such a natural and open way that each person feels heard and gets to have their voice and gets to have their say when her matter. neck goes all the way up because she's so <laughs> mad at him. Yes. What a great scene so of like good. a marriage couple relationship. Right. Like that is symbolic of what I feel. I look, <laughs> feel like I look like in an argument with Tom. With Tom. Uh, yeah. But it's because of this equality in a sense, if you want to call it that, in their voice, um, there's an understanding. They learn more about each other and their relationship by having these discussions, um, by having these arguments. I mean, they even tell their kids no no kids we're we're having a heated discussion this isn't an argument it's a heated discussion such a mom and dad <laughs> thing to say unbelievable uh, but that's essentially what they are having I, I think we sometimes feel like an argument is a nasty term and when we get into these arguments we have to be right and we have to make our say um and you don't understand what i'm going through and um all that so however if we use these to create a discussion, there can be a unifying factor that comes into play as well. And that's what Bob and Helen have. Yeah, I think in my opinion, I have two thoughts on this. First, when they're struggling to communicate, like when Bob is not being completely honest with her in the beginning, mm -hmm. I think their fights only make things worse because they're not fully trusting each other. Right. There's, you know, they're missing depending that on the state of your relationship, it can also change the way that a fight impacts you as well. Right. Like if you're in a good place and you're fighting, I hate to say it this way, but fighting well and like standing up for yourself and doing it appropriately, fighting can actually make you stronger. But in reality, if you're doing it in such a way that like either you're not being honest with each other or um, you're hiding something and you're arguing about something else because you're hiding something and can't really truly get to the heart of the matter, I think that that's right. problematic. Um, but I think, you know, there are some couples that when it's weird, but when they fight, their passion is enkindled almost. It's I've seen it in a lot of people and it's like kind of hot sometimes. But, um, you know, sometimes you'll get that with these two, I think. But most of the time, Bob isn't being honest with right. Helen. Yeah. So their arguments aren't yeah, even really efficient arguments because they aren't really surrounding the correct point. He's going out, he's doing stuff she doesn't want him to do and she doesn't really know what that is and they're kind of arguing around the point. But when they argue and they argue well, like when they're fighting during like a fight scene, like they're arguing about what to do. Like when they, what was it? When Bob's driving in and everyone's like asking him if they're there yet and she's like, <laughs> Bob, now! Like those are funny arguments. Those <laughs> I think bring them closer and whenever the, the family is fighting together I think that that's like a really I don't know they get closer in those moments I think absolutely um, no I yeah. agree cool so with that do you think Helen forgives Bob too easily I mean he has some explaining to do honestly no I don't think that the thing is this 
they come together in the struggle of battle after mm-hmm. all this weird stuff. And she also like understands, I think, how he feels. And she understands it better after she gets back into the ring and starts fighting again. Um, I think she doesn't really need to forgive him because she was actually wrong about her assumptions of right. him in the beginning. She thought he was cheating. Um, but he did owe her like an apology. Um, I just think like, yeah, she should forgive him. And um, I, I think... So I think her having to go through and put the suit back on and go out and save him reminds her of her love of being a superhero, Correct. reminds her of who she is. Right. Um, but also it reminds her of her love for him at an even more extreme level because she realizes how much she missed him and how much she could lose. So I think in the end, it was just where they needed to be when she forgave him and the family like came together and was hugging. I think, was this the first one when Violet's like protecting them all and they're mm-hmm. all like hugging? That's such a moment after like it's such, such a, a struggle moment. where it's such like, a good scene. hell yeah, the, the family has like come together and forgiven each other it's interesting because they they all have like struggles apart from like not being a superhero because they're all not being true to themselves like violet is super emo and like dash gets in trouble (laughs) at school bob's kind of like unhappy in life and helen's just sort of i don't know if she has any issues but in the beginning the family's just not cohesive and then when they go out and they're true to themselves like they're able to come together a little bit more which i think is great um, but what do you think, Devin? So I don't think she does let him off the hook. She uh, she does give it to him when she rescues him, and they're wank, running wank. to meet <laughs> to meet up with the kids. I think I think she truly listens to her spirit animal Edna when she says Edna mode. Yeah, Edna mode. Who? Speaking of which, the director of the movie is the one that voices and ha- like created her, and also voices the character of Edna, which is insane if you ask me but i'm gonna read a quote now from her um so when she says you will show him you remember that he is mr incredible and you will remind him who you are well you know where he is go confront the problem fight win so amen i love you edna (laughs) right so Mm. there's no running away from this anymore um, they both have to face it head on together, and that's what they do. They, they like she says, like fight, confront the problem, and the problem is their relationship. So she's like, fight and win. Like you guys, like you guys are crime fighters. You are superheroes. Like you can do this. You just have yeah, to like go at this together and work together as a team for this. And I don't know if that's necessarily her intention when she says that, but I, I, I when I re- was rewatching, I was like, oh my gosh, that's insane. Like she tells them, she helps like fix their marriage in a sense. Yes, she does. She's like a marriage counselor. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, so No, I don't think she I don't think she uh uh forgives him too easily. I think she really gives it to him and she under like you said, she understands why he did the things that he did. So I think that's a huge exactly. there's a, a huge understanding there. So which is really cool. Exactly. So moving on, what do these two learn about themselves, each other or life throughout the course of the film? So I think they both find out who they truly are and find their identity again. Um, Helen knows that being a mother is what she's meant to be, but that doesn't mean that's all she has to be. And Bob <laughs> and Bob learns that having the title of Mr. Incredible doesn't make him incredible. It's what's inside that counts and be and being able to support and love and care for your family knowing that you're not alone. Uh, they also know a lot about trust. Um, 
and being united yes, against and being united against whatever evil they face, whether that be the villain from without or within. They learn that they need to face it together. And this mm-hmm. truly shines. It truly shines when Bob has his breakdown about losing Helen. He says, I can't lose you again. I can't. Not again. I'm not strong enough. And she responds by saying, if we work together, you won't have to be. Um, now, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what marriage is all about like working together to support each other it's not one person trying to guide it it's a unison so yeah i think throughout the course of the film bob learns that he needs his family he he learns that he needs to appreciate stability and helen learns not to be so afraid and not to shield her family so much the two of them kind of balance each other out in this way actually and you know their years of being married and a family hiding who they really are have strained their understanding of one another Mm -hmm. and this kind of reminds throughout the movie they're reminded of who they are like I said before Um, but I think through this process they actually learn to appreciate one another um, which is something that is just so important well moving on from that lovely stuff thank you Um, quote to help my family I gotta leave it to fix the law I gotta break it (laughs) Is it fair for Helen to be unsure of the decision she has to make to return to the superhero role? Oh, heck yeah. Well, so no, it's not fair that she, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. It's not fair that she feels unsure of the decision because Bob supports her and I don't think she should feel any guilt. I mean, it's understandable why she feels that. I think it's natural, though, for caretakers to feel this way when they're leaving things behind, like their family. But she shouldn't feel bad that she was offered this opportunity and that her husband said, hey, go for it and I'm going to stay home. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think they gain sort of an appreciation for each other because they get to see what the other person was going through the whole time. Absolutely. I don't think that she really needs to feel guilty about it, though I understand why she does. Um, what do you think, Deb? True. Uh, and yeah, for, and those listening, just to clarify, this is in regards to like the second film when she has to make that choice to yep. continue in the business, even though it's, it's still illegal. But um, and oh, oh, totally. She is still trying to balance um, between being a mom, being a superhero and also doing what's morally and legally right. And there's so much gray area involved here. Um, she doesn't want to be a bad role model for her kids, but she also doesn't want to be a poor influence in their lives when it comes to being a super. Um, Mm -hmm. She's also just, she just doesn't want to make matters worse for her family or for the supers by ruining their one chance at getting back out there. Um, So there's a lot riding on her soul on her shoulders and she deserves the right to be cautious in her decision-making. I mean, I would, if I were in her position, I would, absolutely be in the same like i don't know what i want to do kind of spot oh yeah Um, she has the right to feel unsure she just shouldn't like i'm like woman you got a family you can do it (laughs) you can do this especially with the support of her husband behind her like go for it yeah and bob like out of character says that he wants to support her i know like i fully would have expected him to be like I'm the man here. But he wasn't. At least I don't remember him being like that. He does so get a little that's... jealous. But um, he doesn't act that way towards her, does no, he? No, no, no. No, he doesn't. Because yeah. he wants to be he wants to be that supportive guy. So 
I think we talk about that later. We do. Um, But so next question. In the second installment, these two experience a role flip. What does this say about their marriage and what do they learn about or what do they learn in the process? (laughs) Oh, man. I think it shows the extent to which... Um, each will go to help the other succeed. Um, Helen knows that if she does this, she will inevitably pave the way for her husband and her children to do the same. And Bob knows that she can't do her job well if she's worried about her children and her feeling of like abandonment in a sense, like abandoning them. Um, Helen learns that she needs to also hold on to um, like her needs and her wants mm-hmm. and um, and her desires. Um, although she's although she's like cautionary at first uh, about joining this pursuit, she loves returning to the action. Um, so she learns that she also needs to make that part of her life. And Bob learns that being a mother is a superpower all on its own. A huge shout out to all you mothers or soon to be mothers out there. Boom! 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 Yeah. Um, I don't want to go into too much as our next question kind of deals with this in more detail, but um, he definitely learns the power of motherhood. So, Heck yeah. What do you think? And, yeah, I think you're right. I think, first of all, they learn they need to compromise. Um, and I think what's even better is that they both learn what the other goes through is harder than it looks. True. Um, which is like my favorite thing. I think this is something every couple goes through or must go through. It's an important step in empathy. Like if Tom and I, because you know, Let's make it a little real, right? <laughs> I work from home, so sometimes it looks like I do nothing to Tom. Tom gets to go out and he gets to like, well, I guess I don't, I'm not really jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if we, I think that if we were to, st- to step into each other's shoes, we would really get to understand what the other person goes through a lot better. I think in this moment, Bob and Helen get the really um unique experience of seeing okay this is what you know bob was doing all those years going out and like doing this even when he was working like going out and doing that she's always tired when she gets back or whatever and then he gets to see how hard it is to be a, a homemaker and a caretaker correct um and so that's why they learn to appreciate each other through that process and learn more about the other person and really love and appreciate that person, which I love. I love seeing that. Yeah, so let's dive deeper into that Let's area. do it. Um, is it fair for Bob to be jealous of Helen and try to make it seem that he can be the Mr. Mom so that she can be happy? <laughs> I mean, I understand it. I, I think that it's tough. Uh, he really doesn't have a right to complain, which I don't think he complains too much, but, but I understand it. Like um, being the person to stay back sometimes and not, especially because a person like him who he's so driven right. and he's so like, he so wants to be out there like accomplishing all this stuff. He was going through that glory days thing in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can definitely understand like why he's jealous. I just don't think he has a right to like make her feel bad for like providing for their family. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. What do you think, Dev? Um, yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, I mean, he does have some selfish motives for trying to play it cool and not ha- ever get distracted. I mean, he says to yeah. Frozone, um, I've got to succeed so she can succeed so we can succeed. Like he knows that if she does, if she does what she needs to do and he does what he needs to do, they will both be happy in the long run. Um, 
he will be able to be Mr. Incredible again and she, she can continue to be her happy self balancing both her her marriage family life and uh, superheroism um, mm-hmm. but he also learns to appreciate her more and her role in their marriage and their family through this experience I think there's also a pride thing going on here as well um, like I'll show you that I can do this or I'm a man so I, I this, this should be easy right <laughs> so, oh my god so I think there's a little bit of pridefulness in this as well a little bit of selfish yeah. but I think he has the most truest intentions of like I know that the if I do if I perform this job well, then that means that she can do well, and I am happy to sit back while she succeeds and excels, Aww, um, which I think is really cool. That makes me happy. It does. Okay. Clearly, we're not being uh, we're a little biased, and we're kind of already revealing our. <laughs> yeah, we're like way revealing it. <laughs> it's okay though. Um, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. So next question. How are these two superheroes in heart and not just ability? Yes. How are they superheroes in heart and not just ability? Um, This is what I love about these films. It highlights how regardless of if you have a superpower or not, you are still super. Um, You don't have to be super strong or have increased agility to be an agent for change in the world. Um, Their love for each other is what is so powerful. Pixar gives us a realistic realistic marriage with these two. It's unbelievable and so uncanny to see um, a cartoon right giving us such a realistic depiction of a family like it, it i f- i feel like this is almost a very mature kids movie um it deals with like it is a superhero movie but it deals with so much more than that um we see them fight about small issues and big ones and they still walk out together out of that fire so that's their superpower Bam. Love. Boom, bam. I boom, boom, boom. love that. All guns firing. What do you think? Um, you know, I think, I don't know. Like, I think they always put their family first, which is really nice. Um, but I think what really it's about is that true superheroes always have a good heart. Powers do not make you a superhero. <coughs> Captain seen, America. Oh, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But if you if you look at syndrome or whatever, they have like not natural powers, but they have the certain powers to them, but they're not considered superheroes because they don't do the right thing. They're not there to like save the world. And you see this in in Bob's heart early like we talked about when he's at the insurance company and he's trying to save that woman mm-hmm. money. You see that he just has a good heart. He always runs into the the main threat of danger everywhere that it is to try and save people. And that might be an adrenaline thing. But in addition, I think he does it because he wants to save lives. Um and it's sort of like the similar to like a doctor or someone like who just has that innate like drive to save and that's what's in both that's when that's what's in their whole family's hearts they they're always the first ones out to save their family member or the person that they see i don't have that in me so it's like (laughs) that's something that like a superhero needs to have that ability to just look past the the fright of the moment to just go and like do what you got to do which i think is is what you can see in this family overall but Devin, you want to ask our favorite question? Oh, I certainly do. Yeah, me. All right. Do we ship it? 
Yes, we ship it. <laughs> of course. I love it because this is our first, or I don't know if it's our first, but it's like one of the the main like families we've been talking about. Right. Like we talk about a lot of couples and the romantic aspect of their relationship, right. but for Bob and Helen, it's been very family like focused family and watching yeah. like a yeah, like a like a middle-aged couple that is married and it that is still a hugely important and exciting part of people's that lives. That is true. I think a um, lot of our relationships have been about like them coming together. Whereas this is one that like we already know they're they're, they're we already know that they're already together. Now we're getting like the the into the depth of their marriage and like Exactly. Huh. Which I like Me because too. no, I just really think that like I don't know. I think we need to be talking more about that. I think too often society, we have this whole, we're obsessed with passion and we love when the couples come together. Yep. But it's also important to talk about the reality of what people go through as they've been married for years. True. Um, but that's it then. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. We are all for these two. But Woo-hoo. what do you think? And we have a special comment here to share. That's right. This comment is from LJ. Devin, you want to give a little intro? That's right. LJ is my goddaughter Jovi's brother, and he is a huge fan of these films. So who better to go to than him? So, <laughs> so LJ says, I love The Incredibles because the story is composed of so many chapters and they deal with such heavy subjects, but still keep it funny, entertaining and action packed. Mm-hmm. My favorite super is Jack Jack. He has Yay! such, I know, right? We haven't really talked about Jack Jack, but Jack Jack is an integral part of this family as well. Um, so going back, he has such funny powers and... Um, my favorite is his laser eyes. Pew, pew. I also love that this movie talks about the power of family and the Parr family is always there for each other and never leaves each other behind. They always, ha- <laughs> they always have each other's backs no matter what. I love the superhero genre of movies because they make me feel powerful, excited, and adventurous. Like I can do anything and I think that's important for young kids to look up to. They give us that is so I know. awesome, I know, LJ. Awesome. <laughs> they give us good role models and show us how to help people and save the day. If I could have any superpower, I'd have super speed so I can run fast, invisibility so that I could so that I couldn't get caught, and indestructible, and be indestructible so that I couldn't be hurt. I also like the incredible movies because I can relate to them. Daddy's really strong. Mommy's very flexible. Jovi's a little sassy like Violet. And I'm very fast like Dash. We're also always there for each other and have each other's backs. And we love Chinese food like they do. It's the perfect movie to watch at the end of the day. That is so I heard it's just dying right now. I love this. Thank you, thank you so much, LJ. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, and um, now moving right along to our episode reveal time. Devin, would you please reveal who we're going to be talking about next week? I certainly will. So next week, we are going to be talking about Mia Thermopolis and Sir Nicholas Devereaux. Right? Yeah. From the Princess Diaries. Love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So first of all, I love Julie Andrews. I cannot wait to talk about all of the things <laughs> Princess Diaries. She's but so second good. of all, I actually have to rewatch these. But if I remember correctly, there may be some arguing that Devin and I have to do <gasps> because Ooh. I love 
like her better with the first guy. Ooh, but we'll talk about that next time. <laughs> and I also feel like I heard rumors of a third one coming. I don't know Did if it's you? anytime soon, but I definitely heard rumors of a potential third I'm one really coming. I really freaking also. And I tell I tell my students this. They ask because at the beginning of the year, I kind of like tell them like who my favorites are, like my favorites of uh, food, whatever. And they ask me about my like favorite actress, and I I say it's Anne Hathaway, and it's true. Do you? Uh, she used to be like just my crush when I was younger. So, anyways, regardless, was that your actor crush? <laughs> anyways, yep. So, uh, thanks everyone so much for tuning in um we're so blessed to have you and we are blown away by your support so if you're enjoying the podcast please give us a rating and review we would love to hear your feedback yep and of course don't be a stranger email us at we ship it podcast at gmail.com reach out on social media or find our website we would love to include your comments or have you on the show for a particular ship join us until next week shippers where's my super suit (laughs) see you guys